being a female, you don't want to say something's upsetting me, this person's bullying me, Mm. this person's harassing me. You might feel like, oh, I don't want to say that because people already don't want women in the industry. And if I complain, they'll go, oh, this is exactly why we don't want women in our industry because they're sooks and they complain. That's bullshit. Mm. (laughs) Whoever you are, if someone isn't treating you right, Mm. um, say something. This is a very exciting episode of Sight to Studio. You are the first female guest. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yay. And lovely to meet you. This is the first <laughs> yeah, time nice meeting. Yeah, nice to meet you too, Charlie. Um, Beth from Beth Builds. Yeah. I've always admired you from afar, from since I found your Instagram page, I guess. Thank you. Um, seeing what you do, uh, the content that you make, and just the way that you approach what you do. So That's nice. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks. And also, Thanks thank for you having for having me. I feel very privileged to be here, actually. Yeah? Yeah, well, I've been asked to be on a few other podcasts, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't actually made the time to be on any of them yet. I will one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do listen to your podcast and I like it, but I just feel like you've got a lot of um, great people on there. So yeah. I feel like I'm in good company. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been some cool people on here for sure mm. um let's sort of just rewind and understand how did you like who is beth like how did you <laughs> get into like i just love to get to know you yeah um, how did you get into carpentry obviously yeah. but who is who are you okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you got a little bit of insight into my uh backstory just a moment ago when I walked in and I saw someone in the office mm. where we are that I know. Yeah, we, we <laughs> came. <a> past life. <laughs> yeah, I subleased this office from um, Imperial Builders and Emma who works there, you happen to know because. It's okay, we can say. You yeah. dated her brother yeah. many moons ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who's my first ever boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. We were together for quite a long time. So we really like actually grew up together. Um, but we're not on bad terms. Like, yeah, he's I just not in contact with him as I'm sure you're not in contact with people you dated a long time ago. <laughs> but back then um, I was definitely not a tradie. I was working in um, – I was at school obviously. But then um, I left school and I went into retail because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I'd worked in a shop since I was about 14. So um, What shop? Oh, uh, I got around a bit, <laughs> um, but I worked yeah. at um, I worked at Osmosis for a long time. It's like a surf kind of shop, um, and then I went to General Pants and um, Topman. Do you know Topshop Topman from the UK? Um, I worked there when they first opened in Australia. Um, on Chapel Street, just around the corner from where we are. Um, but, yeah, so I worked in retail for a long time. I was managing um, quite a big flagship store. Um, just I liked it for social reasons, but I had no passion there really. Like I it was just I just couldn't see myself doing it forever, so I just I didn't really know what I wanted to do that wasn't being a store manager in a shop. I knew I wanted like a bit more kind of purpose or something to get me out of bed that's not money or 
hanging out with your friends all day. Mm. So does that go from retail straight into carpentry or was there a little bit of a winding road? Um, uh, I actually did a bit of a winding road. So I stopped, um, I went to ca- a casual hours in retail and went and studied. Um, I studied like events and tourism. I don't think I even finished it. <laughs> I think it was like a cert. Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to be a diploma, but I got the cert. Um, I've done absolutely nothing with that. I don't even think I, I don't even think I opened the email to say I'd finished it. <laughs> it was, clearly, wasn't really that into it. Um, but yeah, then I went back to retail full time after that. Um, and then yeah, I kind of was just really unhappy in my job. Like I was happy, but just felt like I didn't. I don't know, it's just the void, the purpose. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy I, I love people managing. That's something that I'm like pretty passionate about. And without sounding like a dick, like I, I think I'm quite good at it. Mm, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I worked in retail for a long time yeah. and then I managed like at one stage I was managing like 35, 40 people. A gang of 18 year olds. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Anything from like 14 to like some of them were older than me, so some people that were in their 30s. Um, but, yeah, so I enjoyed that side of the business. But in the end I was like, you know, I was working at a flagship store so head office would come in all the time and they'd be like, oh, why isn't this um, T-shirt folded on the front table? And I'd be like, dude, like I've been making sales. I've been like managing yeah. people like, you know. Yeah, and I, I, just- can, I can relate to that. I used to work at KFC. And our store was owned by head office, so it wasn't like a franchisee they'd store. So they'd come in and, why aren't you cooking the chicken for the procedure? Well, because that's really fucking slow, cooking it by yeah. the procedure. Yeah. 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 But also, like, I mean, I guess I would. I was always just kind of like, come on, they were selling clothes. <laughs> like, mm. relax. Like, I'd be like, we can do that in the morning kind of thing. Um, so just, it's not that I wasn't passionate about, you know, I guess I wasn't really passionate about it I didn't really see myself climbing that um ladder I guess the next step would have been like to be an area manager which is like a very high pressure job um which is funny because now my job is probably like way more stressful than that (laughs) but the but the I'm guessing that the purpose and that that the void that's now been filled gives you the energy totally 100% like it's yeah we complain about I think well I don't know about you, but I think a lot I complain. Of, yeah, a lot of small business owners, we complain. We're like, this is fucked. Like I'm so busy. But I love complaining. We get up exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I'm I actually just um my friends will t- say the same thing about me. Um people could say I complain a lot, but I also am really positive. I just say everything. So like, have you ever seen um The Sopranos? No. <laughs> Sorry, this is so opposite with the Sopranos. Okay. Have you ever seen the Lego movie? I haven't. Okay. Well, it's a really good movie. Okay. Aside from the fact that it's a children's movie, it's like got a lot of funny jokes mm-hmm. in there. But after this, you can go home and look up on YouTube Unikitty um, from the Lego movie. It's a character mm-hmm. from that movie. And I'm kind of a bit like Unikitty. So, like, I'll, it's, it's really hard because you haven't seen it. So, you're not going to get the reference. But, um, so just stream of consciousness talking is unikitty. Yeah. Well, also like I just, um, I'm a big feeler. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve. So it's like, um, if I love something, I love it hard. And if I hate something, I hate it hard as well. Like There's no pretending. Yeah. I'm a no bullshit. I'm mm. like a pretty authentic person. Well, I mm. think 
not I think everyone's authentic I think I just wear my heart on my mm. sleeve um so then how do you go from the retail to developing that passion f- and finding that for what I do now yeah. um well yeah it definitely didn't start with the passion so I kind of my dad's a builder um oh. I don't know how much you know about me probably not much sorry yeah no, no that's I'm fine. here to learn yeah, yeah yeah um so my dad um is actually Greg if you follow me on Instagram you'll know Greg from my page mm-hmm. features a bit. <laughs> I know there's two older guys. Yeah, Simon. One, one of them is your dad. Yeah, yeah. So the one that's got the shaved head is my dad. Okay. Yeah. Um, he seems lovely, by the way. Oh, he is a legend. Like <laughs> I've heard you, I've listened to a couple of your episodes, I've heard you talk about your dad. And my I, father, yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing having a good dad. We're yeah. so lucky. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he is a builder. Um has been he actually grew up on a farm but um moved to melbourne um when he was like 18 or 17 i think got an apprenticeship and he's been doing it ever since um he used to have quite a big company and do commercial work um and now he just kind of does more smaller stuff he works for me now so (laughs) um but yeah so when i wasn't really loving work um my parents had an apprentice it was actually paulie Emma's brother, so my ex. <laughs> so we're coming around and around. Um, that he he finished up his apprenticeship, and um, my dad was looking for a new apprentice, and he was like, "I went round to my parents. I didn't live with them, obviously. I was a bit older. Um, went round for dinner, and yeah, dad was like, "Oh, do you do you want to do an apprenticeship? Do you want to be a tradie? Like you're always joking around, saying that you wish that." you did a trade and you like the hours and this and that and um, do you want to do it? And I was kind of like, that's a bit stupid. Like I didn't think. Why? Okay. Can we touch on that? Why did you think it was stupid? Um, because of like the same reason women haven't been in trade like forever, I think. So just you, you, you've you been programmed to think yeah. that like. Yeah. And also um, I guess you don't really know me from a bar of soap, but like I I guess when I was younger I was kind of a bit of a tomboy, but I'm very girly. Mm. Like I'm sitting across from you and I've got pink nails with Hello Kitty on the thumbs. Like I saw you posted the Hello Kitty excavator as well. Yeah. So I love Hello Kitty. Like I love really kitsch, cute. Um I love sparkles and I guess I just was like, oh, well, I'm not going to be a tradie. Like mm. that doesn't really suit me. Mm. <laughs> um, and I always kind of have been into fashion and stuff so I thought I'd do something in there but I just wasn't enjoying mm. it. Um, so, yeah, I started doing my apprenticeship was more just like, oh, I'm going to take a break from what I'm doing so I can figure out what I want to do. Mm. Um, and I started it. Um, cause I'd grown up around a builder. So I had like, I wasn't as, I was pretty green, but I wasn't as green as some people that I've seen on site. <laughs> yeah. You'd heard things, you'd seen things. You'd I been, knew what been tools around. were yeah. like, um, and it always like helped my dad with renos and stuff when I was younger. Um, so yeah, I just started my, started working, um, with him kind of like as an apprentice and then after about a month or so, like signed up, did my apprenticeship. But I actually did it um, not with him. I did it with a company called AGA, um, Apprenticeship Groups Australia, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just because I was like 
uh, well, for starters, they didn't want to have to worry about the paperwork like of having an apprentice. Like mm. they often got their apprentices from AGA because um, they look after it. You're, you know, yeah, it's it's like we get MEGT to exactly like do all the paperwork. They just send me emails and I just sign yeah. stuff and it's all beautiful. Exactly yeah. the same. And also with that, um, it means let's say um, Greg ever runs out of work, I, I actually work for AGA, mm. so I get sent back to AGA and I can go work with another um, host employer. Mm. Um, so I also did it so I could get other experience, not, you know, I, I didn't like the idea of everyone thinking like I was getting a free ride because mm. um, I hate that shit. Dad, dad's kid, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, no one knows who's my dad. Like mm. it's only recently people have sto- sort Beep. of been like. going to bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, people have only just kind of figured that out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I when I first started I never thought that I would like go on and be where I am now. And, like, really love it? You yeah, no, I didn't even think mm. that. I was kind of like, oh, this will be a bit of fun. Like, I was, like, I think I was, like, 22 mm. or just about turned 22 or something. Um, so I was kind of, like, just there for a bit of fun. Like It's like I, a cool experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, could, I could work awesome hours. I'd be finished at, like, 3, 3.30. Mm. Um, at the time I was living in Paran, so I was, like, I'd be home from work and then by 4 o'clock I'd be on Chapel Street sitting. With your mates having a coffee or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. I was having a, having a pot yeah. at that time. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was good um, and I enjoyed it, but then obviously it's hard work and all of that shit, mm. so I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. Um and then I just kind of gave myself a goal where I was like, oh, I have to do it for one year. Um, can't remember now if it's actually six months or one year, but I think maybe at the six-month p- point I was like, do the year. And then if you don't want to do it, then you can stop. Um, and then, yeah, obviously made it to the year and I just love it. So now I'm here. <laughs> All right. So before you – did it? You thought, haha, funny joke. Why would I ever be yeah, a tradie? This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. And all my friends laughed at me. Like, yeah. like okay. I went out for dinner. I work obviously was working in retail. Mm. Went out for dinner with like a bunch of my friends, mm. um, who it was actually a dinner with four of my guy friends who are all very flamboyant mm. gay guys, mm. and they were kind of all like laughing at me, and they were mm. like, oh, are you like? deciding that you want to be a lesbian now as well like I'm like this is so ridiculous but this is the stereotypes that like I mean this is nine almost ten years ago yeah nine years ago so I mean a comment like that is not cool when gay guys were bigoted but do you know what I mean like no one would say that now that's fucked up Mm -hmm. but I mean I guess my mates were kind of mucking Mm -hmm. around but yeah, yeah that's what being a trade like yeah. No one, not I mean, I'm not saying I'm the first lady tradie. Yeah. Fuck, like there's yeah. so many before yeah. me. Um, but at the time, I didn't know a single other female. Yeah. I was the only girl at my trade school across all trades. Really? Yeah, every single trade, there was not another female there. In ten, my ten years ago, in my fourth year, mm. um, another girl started, but she wasn't in my class. Um, wow. So across my time, like I seen, I saw some pop mm. up, but yeah, when I started, I was mm. the only girl. Yeah. Well, you know, in terms of my personal views, like I'm not, I can't say I'm fully like a, like an extreme left, left wing social justice warrior, mm. but something I've been thinking about a lot is how your beliefs limit you or mm. take you far. Like if you have certain beliefs, 
then you will never be able to achieve anything beyond that that belief. That belief creates a constraint, and then mm-hmm. you'll never be able to achieve anything more than that. Yeah. If 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 the belief is that women can't work in a trade, then they'll never work in a trade. Exactly. So, yeah. um, however you whether you want to go for at it from a like a logical thinking angle or a social justice angle or, or whatever, like it's just about breaking barriers, even just in your own head. De- definitely, I think your own mm-hmm. head is like the biggest barrier you have in any part of your life. So. So, so back to the, the question was track us through from not believing to believing in that oh, six how, months or a how year. How did I get there? Like were there moments along the way where you were like, what? I can do this or the physicality um, of this isn't actually a problem or like. It wasn't that I thought I couldn't do it. I just mm-hmm. kind of thought it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, I guess like while doing I was kind of like, I was quite young as well. Like I'm very different to what I was then, like in terms of like maturity and like what you were saying, like your thoughts and beliefs. Um, So I guess I didn't think that I could still be my authentic self if I was going to be working in such a male-dominated industry. I thought that, oh, um, I have to be like really strong and I can't um, have like a pink nail bag because – then, like, I'm not a real tradie. Um, well, so w- naturally, when you're young, you care about what other people think a little more do, than. Yeah, I still do. Like, I, I fucking hate that I care about what people think, oh, but I, I do. Little, yeah, but, I wish that I didn't. <laughs> but like, when you're when you're younger, you sort of you. I think I think generally people care a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you're not as like comfortable in your own skin, or like you. Well, you don't even know yourself. You're trying yeah. to. You're still trying, trying to find who That's you are. True. Yeah. Yeah. So then you was so was you developing that belief as just a function of your emotional maturity and experience on the job? Yeah, I guess. Mm. And I, um, yeah, I don't think there was anything magic that happened. Um, and I think I hate throwing this out because I think so many people talk about it. But I think imposter syndrome is like a massive mm. thing. Like, and I think. I've heard you talk about it with other guys on your podcast. I mean, lots of people yeah. talking about it. It's kind of like a bit of a buzz thing at the moment. You can talk about it. It's okay. But I guess um, people will feel like they're not fitting that mould or whatever right. um, and it's just about becoming more comfortable in your own skin but also not listening to it. Mm. Like I still suffer from that but I'm just like cool, like be yeah. quiet in their little voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then let's talk about just your journey as a carpenter, yeah, right? Okay. So you start off, you do your apprenticeship, and then carpentry is such a broad mm. broad field, right? Yeah. And even now in your work, I see you, you, you know, you'll do anything from framing to joinery pieces. Yeah. So how does that, what is that evolution like? And how do you find what you like within carpentry? What I personally yeah. like. No, like, how, like, yeah, how did you develop? Um. I guess, yeah, like doing jobs. Mm. But as well, um, when I was an apprentice, I did a fair bit of work. Um, wasn't actually like on a commercial site, but it was commercial work. Um, and like I, a shop? Like a shop? Nah, sorry. Um, commercial as in, um, yeah, not, um, not, 
not like restaurant stuff, um, hospitals. I did like a lot of work renoing hospitals and a a few schools, um, which I guess I learned a lot doing that, but it's not really like before we're talking about like I was like, I'm not passionate about folding these T-shirts, like I don't give a shit kind of thing. Um, Obviously I gave a shit, I'm, you know, doing my job, but it's not, you're not passionate about it. You're not standing back and going, fuck yeah. Like that, yeah, looks, it, that looks It's awesome. more about doing your job. It's yeah. like I'm here to do a job so I'm going to do that well. Yeah. So I guess just doing different jobs or seeing different projects, even if you don't get to work on it, I guess, you you get a feel for what you personally like. Like why do you do architectural joinery? Because mm. you think it looks fucking cool and it's fun and it's, you know. Or maybe I just care about what other people think and I'm trying to be fancy. Okay, well, there you go. You're very <laughs> fancy, so you're, you're nailing it. I, I look at you and I think you're pretty fancy. <laughs> Thank you. I feel great about myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I just um, am f- I'm still, I'm still, I only launched my website yesterday. Beth builds Fantastic. website strategic perhaps <laughs> no seriously like that that website oh my god it's been like ready to go for a long time and I just it's like what I, I what are you a perfectionist were you just yeah not ha- okay I'm a perfectionist mm. um so about the job thing mm. um about the like different styles of carpentry and whatnot um I guess it's yeah, you just trial it's trial and error and then you're finding the stuff that you like to do. But also when you're a new business, um, sometimes you don't get to pick only the really good ones. You like don't get to pick, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm really lucky. Like now that I've I, I've waited, like I've been operating my business for two years um, and I get a, a lot of my leads from Instagram. Um, so I guess having the website now, I'm busy enough, like now that I have the website um, and the I've already had a few inquiries. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, now I'm busy enough where I can go, I don't want to do that one or like I can pick and choose the stuff that I do want to do. Yeah. But I can also balance that and the reason I have the freedom to do that is because Greg also has his own business um, so every job that you see me on on Instagram, that might not be a Beth Builds job. I might be working for like the job I was on today. I'm working directly for a developer as a subcontractor. I'm not the builder. Greg's not the builder. Greg, mm. Simon, and I, like our little team, we're all. Like a carpentry crew. Yeah, mm. we're, but, yeah, we're all individually subbing. So I'm not charging Greg for Greg and Simon. We're all just charging ourselves yeah. out. Um, so I guess. Because I have that relationship with a developer who I know really well um, and he looks after us, pays us really well and, like, wants us to be working with him, I can kind of come and go. Like I've got a kitchen that I'm starting in two weeks and I'll just be saying to that developer, hey, like. I need, I need a couple of weeks yeah, off. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be off for, like, two weeks or I'll be, you know, setting this person up in the morning and then coming here at 10 or whatever. Um, so I've got the freedom to kind of do more of that picking and choosing. Yeah. So I guess that's why it looks like we do everything because I'm always staying busy as in money coming in for me, like doing sometimes the stuff like I do today. I wouldn't choose to do that project mm. personally. Fair. Um, 
I took, we took over it and the frame's been sitting there for four years, so yeah. it's a nightmare. Brown. <laughs> yeah, we've had to redo <laughs> so much. Anyway, so I wouldn't definitely wouldn't choose to be there, um, but that's paying the way for me to be able to go off and do what I want to do and not be stressed about money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think we should talk about business then. Okay, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm probably already going off on a tangent. <laughs> um, you said the podcasts are long and they're long for a reason. It's yeah. so we can explore ideas. Um, so what, what? So Beth Builds is is your business. It's your brand. Yeah. Um, and there's what a few. What do you think about? Um, mm-hmm. I actually really want to ask you this because I know you're a bit of a marketing man. <laughs> bit of a marketing man. Um, I actually a, a, a mate of mine. Um, just helped me. Well, I've just like got her to rebrand like my business like she did all the um like back end you you probably know all the fancy like buzzwords for this stuff but um what's all the back end marketing called like you know how you have like internal what's it called like internal marketing and external marketing is that what it's called I don't know sorry oh maybe I'm more of a marketing guru than you I've been exposed (laughs) (laughs) um I just I just like paid some you know an expert to help me out with that stuff Craft your brand identity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, like, it was amazing. Like, I had all these meetings with her and we went through, like, what my goals are and da da da, da and finding out where I want to go with the business and stuff. And um, then, like, she gives me, like, the end product a couple, you know, a couple of weeks later and I was like, oh, awesome. So, like, is this what I put on the website? <laughs> And she was like, "No, like this is for you. Like this is for you to to know." Oh, so that's like a that's the strategy, and to, yeah, like, this is who you are. Yeah, like, and this, I, this should guide your decision making in the business. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" Like I didn't know that that was a job. Like I didn't know that that was like a career that people had. I think it's like a would you call it like a brand strategist? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did all of that um for me i can't even remember why i got onto this now uh business talking about your business because you wanted me to ask some question oh yeah i wanted to ask you actually about mm. my name so mm. when i had her redoing everything mm. um i was like to her oh you know like oh, i should i change my name because um when i finished my apprenticeship i started my instagram mm. which was like four years ago i think um and I was like, oh, well, my name's Beth and I build stuff. So Beth builds. Beth builds. Go like, figure out, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm. not that creative. Um, I was trying to think of a cool name, but then I was like, oh, I know I'm going to hate it. Like I'm going to get sick of it. It's like when you buy like a new outfit. I don't know if you get this, but like mm. you buy an outfit to wear to like a mate's wedding or an event and you're like, yeah, sick, I love this outfit. And you've got it ready for like three months and then the the day of the event comes mm. and you're like, I fucking hate this outfit now. I've been like looking at it in my wardrobe for months. Mm. Like I don't even want to wear it. Okay. So I guess that's why I was like stressed about choosing a name. So I just went with Beth Builds. This is like I didn't know it was going to be a business. And then my Instagram kind of like – I started getting a following on that um, and I was always just doing a thumbs up. Like it was just like a thing that I always used to mm. do in front of the camera, like showing what the um, – no one can see me. No, they can. It's oh, a video. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like talking to you with my hands. That's right. But, yeah, I'd go like that, like with the mm. camera um, to show like what I've been working on or whatever. And then a mate of mine, um, actually another 
uh, guy that I met through Total Tools, um, JB, who's a Sparky. What's his um, handle? Alexei. Um, anyway, he was like, oh, like when you do your logo, like it has to have a thumbprint, like a thumbs up or something in it. So then anyway, it kind of all eventuated from there. Like it all sort of the brand just kind of unfold, like mm. that unfolded. And then when I was then wanting to actually be more than an Instagram account, I'm like, oh, I'm actually a business. I was like, well, I've already got so much traction. I can't change. So I decided to keep Beth Builds as the name and now I'm like a proprietary limited, like actual companies, Beth Builds. We're suited up now. <laughs> yeah, I'm fancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess what do you think? Like I, I, I feel stressed that I, like I should have changed my name. Stressed? Like I should have changed my name. Like mm. you're like you're not called like Charlie Joiner. You're like yeah. Flock. Because that that's, sounds stupid. But that's so professional. Yeah, so mm. Beth Builds. It that doesn't sound stupid. stupid. No. But why do, why does why do you okay. think mine doesn't sound stupid? And you- because I think that's that's how I subjectively feel. Okay. Well, this is my opinion on like names and logos and stuff. Yeah. I I don't think it really matters. And that like I asked you before if you're a perfectionist. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, <laughs> uh, without being too rude, I think being being I think perfectionism is a bit of a disease. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because it slows you down and it slows down your decision making. If you if you look at how we improve at something, mm. it's by making lots of little decisions and making incremental inc- improvements, and they compound. The one that everyone likes to say is, you, is if you improve one percent a day over three hundred and sixty five days a year, you will improve thirty seven x. Yeah. Whereas if you're agonizing over every decision because it's not perfect, yeah, then you're never gonna. You're never you're not compounding mm. your improvement. So my, my, um, and also sometimes perfectionism is, uh, is masking insecurity sometimes. Mm. So my, I, I think it doesn't matter. I think the best thing to do is just to, to do it and then keep it. not necessarily even iterating. Like it doesn't even matter. I think. Like, yeah. like the name's just the name, but the name doesn't like why does Apple mean something? Like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't mean anything. Like I guess it doesn't matter. It's it's about yeah, I think it's great. Okay. Like, I get I, I, don't I get think really stressed about it. I don't know why. <laughs> and when I spoke to her, she was like, No, nah, I think just leave it. Like you've already got so much brand awareness. Like Yes, yeah, so she's that's a very good objective call. From yeah. a logical standpoint, if you have an audience there to leverage. Why would you put in your own subjective opinion just because you think Beth Build isn't a great name? Yeah. But what if Beth's not there? It's still Beth Builds. Colonel Sanders isn't frying chicken. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> okay, I feel really good about this yeah. now. Do, but you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's not like Colonel Sanders being the logo of KFC represents an idea. He doesn't re- it doesn't represent Colonel Sanders. Like mm. it doesn't represent him as a person. He's doesn't recommend it doesn't represent him. It represents what he like it represents an idea of him. Yeah, okay. So how like yeah. That's but, good. But like you could even sell Beth builds. Now if you if you're thinking, well, I don't want to sell it because I've got my personal brand attached to it. That's a that's a fair call. 
but you can you could potentially sell a business and have have whoever's buying it change the name. Maybe you're not selling the brand along with it. Maybe you're just selling mm. a steady order book and good cash flow every month, for example. Mm. So I don't think it gets in the way of anything. Okay. Well, there you go, because that's what it, it has stayed is that. <laughs> and you can – and That's another reason why it took me so long. And you better believe I'm being honest because I've said positive and negative things. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, I, I – um, that's probably one of the reasons why I – agreed to come on this podcast just because um i can tell how like authentic and genuine you are um it's good <laughs> yeah no i think beth beth builds is great it's fantastic okay like cool. for example my cousin's a third year apprentice plumber yeah and his name is ming and i said you should just start a company called ming plumbing i think that sounds fantastic yeah like that's awesome okay like the and I said, I, I'm going to, I haven't, I've been, st- I, I've been procrastinating, but I said, let's make a brand for you and just mm. start up Ming, Ming Plumbing. I think it sounds great. And is he done it? Oh, um, no, he's a first year. He's a third year third. now. Oh, third, sorry. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, like, I, it doesn't, ma- doesn't matter. Mm. Like, it's about what you make of it. And the important thing is you're making all the content and you're checking in with your audience and you're fostering those relationships at scale. Mm. That's the most important thing. Yeah. I don't, like your audience doesn't actually care whether you're called Beth Builds or Washing Machine Carpentry. No. I think I get con- I get like um, worried about it, which is another main reason why I wanted the website. Like I was really keen to have a website because I feel like um, if we're going to talk about Instagram, mm-hmm. um, like my page is very like it's like a blog how I – am on it um whereas if it's not it's not like a business page do you know what I, I love mean? this i love this topic you know uh, do I you think- know how many oh, i need to not like i i get very animated sorry go for it. No, go, <laughs> no but i'm gonna can, like you can knock it smash roam it around it and matter. like smash the mic doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> um yeah i've yeah. spent such a long time being like fuck like my sorry i swear a lot too um my my instagram is like so like bloggy and it's you know and then people will be like oh it's too much like un- unprofessional who has any has anyone ever said that to yeah you? no i'm a fuckhead it's all in my own brain has anyone right <laughs> how do humans make decisions we think about stuff no it's about emotions we make oh. decisions emotionally mm. right um i will be 30% more likely to want Beth Builds to do a build for me because I like cherries and you've got cherries on your nails. Yeah, I've heard you talk about this before, which mm. is like I've heard you talk about the bike pedals. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and I 100% agree. And, like, uh, and, people, uh, and I think, yeah. sorry to interrupt no, you. No, no. And I think in this day and age, I think people, uh, there's such a, it's, it, you know, in the market, in the market, there's a, undersupply of authenticity and, and an oversupply of exactly what you are not trying what were you what you what you are not which is that facade of professionalism Polished. of whatever yeah. which everyone will see through and is like well no you're one person and yeah. you're making it sound like you yeah know, saying that you're not so yeah. and i'm not trying to be like 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 i don't 
Bethfields is never going to be an architectural builder. I, well, fuck, I should never say never. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to be, like, that's not that's not where my passion lies. Like, I love that stuff and I think it looks cool. But, like, my passion doesn't lie in, like, that outrageously yeah. expensive, like, yeah. I don't want to do cheap stuff, mm. but, like, I mean, I live in Brunswick, so does that tell you anything about me as a person? Like before I lived in Brunswick, I lived mm. in Collingwood. Like I would say you're a hipster. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. I'm not a hipster hipster. I don't, I've got gears on my bike. Um, I'm saying that as a joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was funny because actually when I moved to Brunswick, I, I had a fringe for a long time, but it was in lockdown. Mm. Um, my partner and I bought a house right at the start of mm. lockdown. Um, but I mean, he bought the house. I'm just there. I found the house. <laughs> That's um, the hard part. Let's not sell yourself short. I've renovated parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like he's lucky. I've, you mm-hmm. know, he wouldn't have got the house if it wasn't for me. Um, he works in um, like an office. He's like the most non-tradey person ever. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, when I when I moved there, I'd had my fringe a bit longer. And I couldn't go to the hairdressers because of COVID, so I started cutting it myself and it just kept getting shorter. I don't know if you ever cut your hair, probably not, but when you're a girl or or maybe you're not a girl, maybe you just got a fringe, Mm. when you cut it and it's wet, have you ever seen things on like TikTok or something and it springs back up? It kind of happened to me and then I just... it was really short and I was like, oh, well, I live in Brunswick now, so I might as well just go <laughs> Oh, the it. fringe is the Brunswick thing, you know? yeah. I was like, I'll just vibe yeah. it. <laughs> um, I, so I came to Australia in 2003 and my mum worked in Brunswick at a deli factory. Oh, cool. And I was I was in Brunswick over the weekend. I went to A1 Bakery to have a pie. I love it there. What pie did you get? The plain Okay, cheese, we're going to go on a fun tangent now. Okay, okay yeah, good. I, I, do you know what? I'm, I'm ADHD, so okay, <laughs> so well, I might take this podcast all around in business. circles. We're not talking about business anymore. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it quick. So Rob from Elton Group, one of our suppliers, calls me. He says, hey, well, where's your new factory? I'm going to come see you. I was like, yeah, I'm still in Clayton. I'm not moving to Daniel, man. Clayton, Clayton's sick. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, but there's A1 Bakery in Daniel. I'm like, what's A1 Bakery? He's like, it, you know, they do this, that. I'm like, mate. The number one yeah, pound, the number one pound for pound, best culinary experience, hands down per dollar, is Melbourne Kebab Station in Coburg. I've He's, heard you say this before on the podcast. Have I said too. that before? Yeah, you said it to someone. Okay. Anyway, well, yeah. if you if you guys are into fine dining, gastronomical experiences, I'm a vegetarian, have, but I could have a falafel. Falafel, falafel. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you're a vegetarian. Sorry. I'm actually pescatarian, so I eat um, I eat seafood sometimes, but I'm I'm a fucking pain in the ass. I won't eat prawns if they've got like the head on mm. there because I'm like, oh, it's like the face. <laughs> um, so and I and I not I can't cook it. Like I I wouldn't know how to cook. I've tried to cook fish once or twice, but it didn't turn out too well. Yeah, I don't know how to work with the proteins. Um, so That's I will fine. eat vegetarian's seafood. cool. I love I. Veggie bar is very good. and Yeah, veggie yeah. bar is an institution. Hey. <laughs> so, so then so I'm like, you got to go to Melbourne Kebab Station. And he's like, okay, well, you got to go to A1 Bakery. He said, I've never been to the one in Fairfield, but there's one in Brunswick. Mm. He said, you get the, 
the cheese pie and the shawarma. Um, oh, I haven't had. What's that? Um, and a dipping sauce. Or? The shawarma, I think, because he's Syrian. I think that's what you call the wrap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then I went there. I, I had falafels. The falafels are so good. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Um, and the so my mum used to work in Brunswick. Yeah. And I so I was in Brunswick. And I was I thought, wow, this still feels like it's got that grungy kind of feel from mm. especially up that years. end. Yeah. Down that end, definitely. Yeah. The other end's like a lot more gentrified. It's so it's so like immigrant mentality still. Like <laughs> I love it the further you drive down mm. Sydney Road as well, like the more you get that. Yeah, because like- you get closer to Melbourne Kebab Station. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live out that way? Or? No, I live in um I live in Mount Waverley. Where it's ah, okay, where it's yeah. old old people and young Asian families. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a very bougie area. But I used to live in I was born out that way. I grew up out there. Where were you born? I was born at um, Mount Waverley Private Hospital. Oh, I think I'm getting my nose fixed there next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you another, go. Another another tangent. I've got a deviated septum. I can't breathe. I can't oh, breathe wow. out of this nostril, so I'm getting it fixed. Um, you were born in Mount Waverley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, when I first came to Australia, I lived in Preston, and then I moved to Mount Waverley, and then I went to school. And you didn't go to school in Mount Waverley, did you? I went to school in Montana. Okay. How old are you? You're younger than me, I think. Can you guess how old I am? I, I've heard you okay. say I'm your 25. Age. 25. Mm. Okay, I wasn't sure if mm. it was about 26. Yeah. So we wouldn't have. Um, no. I would have. Um, I would have been big, in. You were a big girl by the time I, I was. I would have been in year 12 yeah. when you were in year seven, I think. Mm. Yeah. Did you go to like Waverley High? Or? I went to Mount Waverley Primary and Mount Waverley uh, and Mount Waverley Secondary. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So I'm a Mount Waverley kid. Mm. I, I still think it's. The best, same way I feel about Melbourne Kebab Station. I, s- I feel like it's the the best place. Oh, even though it's far away. To li- uh, Mount Waverley. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, w- I won't talk too much about that if people get upset. <laughs> um, okay, that was a lovely tangent. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so your so stories within stories. Okay, so can you share? So your your friend helped you do the the branding strategy. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a clear understanding now of sort of what you're trying to achieve and what Beth Builds represents? Yeah, which was. Could you please share that? Oh, fuck me! I'm being put in the spot. Um, I guess just I think it's about not trying. Like what what I sort of said before about um, just being really authentic and um, the whole like kind of thing is. We're just um, like we're no bullshit kind of people. We're um, we're approachable, kind, um, inclusive. Um, we care about our work. I'm giving you like the the non buzzword version. <laughs> um, yeah, like we're passionate about what we do. So. Um, you should trust us with your <laughs> with your space kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and then how does um because you're an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> so how does that that how does the that brand- just I didn't try to be, by the way. Like that's people okay. probably think, you know, I that's just I fuck I fell into Who cares that. what people think? You're an influencer. <laughs> so how so then how does the is there thought around like the the whole brand strategy and yeah. the, is there, are there yeah. aspirations to sort of 
make content and do the media stuff a bit more or um uh no like being a being a a maker like a builder a, a carpenter that's that's like the forefront for me mm. um all the stuff i do on instagram is definitely like second like down the line like i try to start i try to start i'm full of ideas basically like i have all these incredible content ideas like like content for days but like i'm only one person and i'm fucking busy so like some you're just not in the mood a oh, lot of the time it's not even i'm not yeah. in the mood I, I genuinely like i'm actually at work and i'm working yeah. like sometimes people send me messages on instagram and they'll ask me about like oh what's the product code for like what what's the model for number for that <laughs> what's the model number for that saw you're using i'm like i don't fucking know mate like it's a saw it's the blade's 165 centimeters mm. i don't know it's makita branded <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like um, I guess um, even though, like, you can say, oh, I'm an influencer. Um, I'm, so, I'm just poking fun. Yeah, I know, I'm I know. Joking, yeah. um, but I, I, like, I'm, I'm just a tradie that's using tools and I happen to share some of that online and then it kind of happened. Um, so within that, like, brand strategy, I don't necessarily have, like, a section that's about that, but it was more just about... Um, like I've got a section on my website um, that's like a services, right? And I felt like I feel like a dick saying this, but I actually felt the need to put that in there because um, I get a lot of inquiries for like brand deals. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I guess it's trying to like help me save time. She also this marketing um, girl. Her name's Lauren. We should just call her by her name. Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, ballet ballet season is what her company is called, and she's just ballet moved, season. Yeah, she's just moved to New York, so she's that's living, a cool. Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah, she is awesome. You should look her up mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, anyway, she was kind of like um, trying to help me to sort of save time and stuff. Um, so I've got a services section on the page, and one of the services is like um, influencer marketing or something um so it's like a box people could check if they want to contact me about that um and it just says like um beth does partners with some of the like the nations or whatever um people universes (laughs) yeah yeah um and if you want to partner um get in touch to see if you align on like um you know, mm. everything. Because I don't, like, of the stuff that I would get offered, I'd probably only say yes to, like, two out of ten. Mm. I, I I totally understand where you're coming from, but I'm, you know, like with this podcast, I think I'd probably never sell ads on this show if it mm. ever gets to that point because I just think the reward that you're getting from the ads relative to the listening experience relative to how much it costs to produce the show i just don't think the economics would ever make sense yeah but i'm very interested in leveraging this brand if it becomes something Mm. to create value some other way we might have our own product we might look at what build her's doing with the their education product Mm. their their um consultancy whatever you know yeah 
Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I personally don't think there's any shame in wanting to leverage an audience or leverage attention to make money. Yeah, well, it's like um, I, I'll, I'll, I don't care. I'll be open. My Instagram at the moment um, is a form of income for me mm-hmm. and um, I, I, my car's paid for from Instagram, mm-hmm. like my yeah that's it yeah so um you know i I bought the start of covid i bought myself a brand new van i've never had it like i saw the ford uh, is that a ford uh it's a volkswagen it's a caddy van i thought we both drove fords but you drive a fancier one um everyone told me (laughs) to get the bigger one and i didn't listen to them and i got the the caddy it's cute yeah but it's so small i'm like i already need i want a hilux now I need bigger. I think the van is. I know it's vans so, are so much better. Do you know than how noisy it is? Like I live on a mm. street. Um, I live off a street that has speed humps, mm. so I have to go over speed humps like twice a day, and that's mm. only if I'm going home and going to and from work. So if I go leave the house again in the car, mm. then it's another trip. Um, it's so noisy. Mm. I hate it. Okay, so that's why you want the Hilux. Yeah, and I just yeah, I just need a bit more space. And then you'll get a trailer. <laughs> no <laughs> way to park that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess just like a on a sort of personal note, I think I think you have such a good base in terms of what like the audience that you built. I think there's a real opportunity there, um, whilst providing a lot of value to your audience mm. to leverage that attention and create a very good source of income for yourself. Yeah, I just never want to be one of those patients mm. though. Like like that's something to me that's very important. But, but they're doing it in the way where they're not where they're taking all 10 of the brand deals. Yeah. But I'm saying like yeah, yeah. I think there's a better way to do it than the there may be a better way to do it than the brand deals. Oh yeah. And, okay. and I don't know what it yeah. like could be a podcast like why doesn't Beth Builds have a podcast for like for example, for I don't the same know. reason that I don't have enough time to post mm. all the content ideas I currently have, mm. um, I need yeah. some help, like in my business. But I'm that's the next. So I launched a website. That was mm. the first thing, and now um, I've got someone coming on. Um, I think she's just going to start with like five. I, I keep I keep telling her like small amount of hours. <laughs> I'm like just start with like five hours, but. I think we'll see. What, and she, she's going to help gonna you. She's going to do admin. admin. Yeah. 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 I, I put up an ad last I night. Saw. Yeah. <laughs> Thai admin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want someone to help free up time and be it's, organized. It's hard, I'm, isn't it? I'm a, I'm a, by nature, I'm such a disorganized person. It's, oh, really? Yeah, it's very difficult for me to stay organized. Yeah. I think I'm like the over organizer. Mm. <laughs> Do you get stressed when people change their mind on the fly or like things change? Um, no, I don't mind. Like I'm flexible. Mm. I don't mind that. Um, I just I like to like know um, what's going on. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with with Beth builds, what are like what are like your dream projects? Like, let's say within three years, like what kind of stuff do you want to be? doing like cool shops or yeah yeah so i guess like if i could pick any jobs i'd want to be doing um 
commercial spaces for like shops, bars, um, but not like a massive. I'm being so picky, but we're talking no, about no, dreams. That, that, yeah. Have you? Do you know my mate um, Cameron Axiom Bill? Have you seen his stuff before? No. Okay, I got to send you his stuff. So okay, he's he's um yeah. So he's Axiom built. He's a carpenter, and he's just been doing like fit outs. He did like a tattoo studio. He did a cafe in Hawthorne. Oh, nice. He'd, yeah, that's sort of yeah what he does, and I think there's great. What? Yeah. Why wouldn't a cafe owner want you to do a cafe? Yeah. Oh, I've had. Um, mm. I've quoted um, a restaurant and bar before. Um, didn't win that. Mm. I think oh, I was probably too expensive, <laughs> but that's that's okay. I'd rather not um, win it if mm. I'm too expensive. Um, so yeah, like a, I w- would love to do commercial spaces like that. I just helped renovate um, a Pilates studio in Northcote. Um, for a mate of mine, which was cool. I've done a bit of space in um, like an organic supermarket in Carlton, done a few jobs there. Um, and then I also, so I'd like to do a combination of that and um, sm- and Renault's extensions. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if we're still talking about like dreams, like. Yeah. No, dreams. Yeah. Then um, like only want to do like the nice stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I would love to. This is like I'm so ideasy. Like I have all these ideas, and I just don't have enough like brain power to make them all happen. But I'd like to um, get into like more the passive style. It doesn't have to be full passive, um, but like down that route of like more sustainable. Mm. Um, I worked for a passive builder for a little bit, and I really liked it. So it it just aligns well with your. Your views and yeah, and what you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, if I what well, I want to, we want to renovate our house. We're just saving. Um, I probably wouldn't have it 100 percent passive. Like, I'm not trying to get the passive um tick. Yeah. Do you know how expe- I can't remember? I so, actually, Kaya. Kaya said it's between um six to ten percent more than your standard architectural build. Oh yeah, but I mean, no. Do you know how much like? So you you can build a passive oh, home, right? You got to pay for the certification. You got to pay for it, yeah. So I'm like, do you, you know, know how much it is? I can't. I don't want to say the number mm. because I can't, I can't remember. Mm. It, but I remember hearing it and being like, that's hectic. Mm. But I guess if you are outputting that kind of money, like you know, like it's probably not. Yeah, it probably makes sense. Probably for even for resale and stuff, it probably helps. Yeah. But yeah, if you just build with the princip- with those principles in mind, yeah, you can probably get. 85% of the way there for maybe even half the cost. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's definitely something that I would like to move into. Um, I guess, yeah, prices and not everyone wants that as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I see you've been doing, you, you've done some joinery work as well. Like I saw mm. you did the cool um, floating shelves on the back of that counter. So the, oh, the shelves, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw you made like a cafe. like a cool open shelf plywood unit. So yeah, is that something that you enjoy doing, or the work just comes? Or I like doing that stuff. Yeah. So I'm like quite a creative person outside of mm-hmm. work, um, and I I love that stuff. Like I would like I've done stuff like that at my own house. Um, and I just enjoy doing it. Um, but 
I, I always say to clients, like, um, I did, I did, I think I've done three or four rounds of work for um, that clay organics in Carlton, and I, I've said to the client all along, like, I'm, I'm not the most cost effective, like, person for this job. Like, you could be getting a cabinet maker to do this, and they're going to have all the gear and the space, and like, like I don't have a factory. Mm. Um, but I guess people buy your brand. Mm, yeah, <laughs> want, yeah. Yeah, you know, and and that's really nice. They want me to do it, so that mm. makes me feel really good. Um, but to push back on that, they're not being nice. They're sorry to your clients. They yeah. are being nice, yeah. but it's because you have a good product. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So um, it's <laughs> not. Yes, they are being nice, yeah. but we unfortunately don't live in a world my opinion where people make decisions just being nice yeah that's true yeah yeah i actually so, was listening to the um the one that you did with the um i've forgotten their names but the lvl guys yeah those like two those, boys those two boys my god they're so confident dude i was I, listening to them and i was like fuck me if i could live my life with like i get angry talking about this yeah. shit if i could live my life with like 10 percent of what he what they go through life like i'd be so successful <laughs> in terms of like their confidence or their what? confidence and just like i think being a man as well mm. like i hate that but it does help mm. and like like i don't know does, those boys but help. you know i've seen them a bit on your page mm. and i hadn't heard of them before until i saw them on your page and i, I looked at their yeah. um page and i was like well you know like these two I just love their confidence. I know, and that's impressive. Yeah. And I just, I think, far out, mm. like you know. And my brother's like, like I got an older brother. Mm. Um, he's actually just finished his apprenticeship, um, so he, he's just he's thirty three, mm-hmm. and he's just become qualified. And like, I love him, but he's always like, you know, oh Beth, you should do this or. Like we were working on my parents' house together one day and he's like telling me to get tools out of his car for him and I'm like, bro, like <laughs> you're mm. an apprentice. Come on, mm. mate. Like get my tools out of the car. Mm. And like I just think, you know, the way he operates, mm. it's, you know. Yeah. I need some of that. <laughs> yeah, those I'm straight up I'm envious. Uh, not envious but I'm very like like I could deal with that confidence. I could you deal with some of that confidence. You very confident though. I feel like. Mm. When I, like, mm. I, I, well, maybe that's a belief that I have. Maybe I believe I'm not confident. Mm. Back to what we're talking about with, yeah. with beliefs, right? So maybe, maybe I need to sort myself out. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Being a being a man in construction has its advantages. Mm. Like, if I get an application for a female apprentice, yeah. Have you I'll, had many? Um, I've had a couple, and I'm, but you don't I'm have close one to, working I'm for close you. To, yet. I'm close to hiring one. I'm, yeah. We're okay. Hope, I'm hoping to seal it this Friday. Mm. Um, but straight up, my one of one of the things I go to is well, is the physicality going to be an issue? Mm, lifting sheets yeah. and stuff. Well, that's yeah. like that's like, um, and I'm happy saying that because it's. Like, no, it's like, true. like on a biological yeah. level, women are not as strong as men. Yeah. Like from a physical but standpoint. Do you, when do you have like let's say mm. you have mm. her in the shop? Yeah. Um, 
when how often do you have one person working alone to do that yeah so i so i've thought it through and 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 it doesn't matter yeah uh, because um it's one of those illogical beliefs Mm. like i was saying to you yeah you know like it's not actually you know there's smart there's smart ways that you can work whether you're a male or a female, you should mm. you should work smart, save your back, and, yeah. and not not live stupid yeah. shit anyway. All that old school stuff's yeah. like so dumb. Yeah, now we don't do any of that. Exactly, and in and I'm by I'm more biased in the reverse. In that again, some people might even find this offensive. I think women are more conscientious and apply themselves a lot better as as employees in a work environment. Mm. That's how that's sort of that's a again a belief that I hold. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's it's there's definitely there's definitely an advantage mm. for sure. Oh well, hopefully you'll have the mm. girl soon. <laughs> yeah, a girl. <laughs> yes, um, and I I also hired a I hired an older guy, and um and and sort of and he was saying like he so he'd work in union and in commercial yeah and he was saying he was he'd been struggling to get work because of his age because of his age and like oh. he was a, he was he's 51 now. he's not that old oh my god that's not even and old like, he would have so much knowledge yeah exactly so i said and he doesn't even have experience in cabinet making okay. but he's got so much experience on site doing walls and ceilings in commercial land i said i, nice I, to have I thought he'd be a great fit and, and like he's, yeah yeah Exactly. Something needs to move. Something needs to change. Like good to have yeah, them there. I, 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 I think I think well thought out diversity is profitable. Mm. Creates profit. You know, yeah. I don't. I'm not a fan of diversity for the sake of diversity, or, um, or like this idea of equality of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no equality of outcome. I think equality of of of, of opportunity. I think everyone should have access yeah. to the same opportunities. Yeah. But there's no guaranteed outcomes for anyone. I don't believe in that. Um, yeah, I think, I think diversity through that lens, in my opinion, can be, can make sense very much from a business standpoint and can be profitable, like more profitable than, yeah, than because otherwise. then you've got different players on your team that it's like, if you're building a sports team, you wouldn't have all like big bulky guys. Like you need a fast runner. Mm. You need someone that can, if we're talking about AFL, like mm. someone that can kick the ball, like, well, yeah. they all want to kick the ball, but like, yeah, mm. I think yeah. diversifying your team is smart. Yeah. That's why I think something cool about it, my team as well, like having like the, the two old boys. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they have so much knowledge. Like you should always employ people that are smarter than you yeah. or like have more knowledge than you. Like, Yeah. And, um, did it can go sort of both ways, but I, I find that working with older people, they they've been through. Uh, let's just say with clients, mm. is it a decent, is it a fair enough generalization to say that slightly older clients are a little easier to deal with? Um, oh, I don't know about that. No, no. Okay. Um, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I guess thinking about it, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I, I just think they've been through some shit. They know that things aren't meant to just go perfect, mm. and they're a lot more tolerant. That, in my yeah, opinion. like in, like they've probably done renovations before, or like yeah. Well, they've just been through shit in the in life. Yeah, like straight out, the fucking worst clients are like the rich little kids 
who've mm. worked for nothing and yeah, big time and like expect everything. Yeah, and they have no idea. And have, have never gone through hardships, so don't don't understand why anything should go less than perfect. Mm. And they also have no idea about your industry. I could talk for hours about that. <laughs> yeah. No negativity zone. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think, I mean, mm. like educating clients is a big, like, thing. I think, like, when I give someone a quote, um, I sometimes I have to, but I try really hard to not email them that quote. Like, I actually want to sit down with you and go through it so that I can explain to you why things cost what they cost. Mm. And rather than you just looking at it and having no idea like what you're looking at and going, holy yeah. shit, that's expensive. It's like, well, yeah, it's expensive, but the cost is like relative. Yeah. How are you finding is there's a lot of work right now or yeah 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 it's good <laughs> and and the type and and so are you are you seeing a few more inquiries of the type of work that you're wanting to do yeah yeah it's good <laughs> yeah so what are your so for Beth builds then are there plans sort of so you're having someone to help you with admin things yeah. like that do you want to eventually I mean, I guess you you have your dad and oh, I um, want to put. Yeah, like, yeah. I definitely yeah. I'm like, I kept on saying I would put on an apprentice at the start of this year, mm -hmm. but I haven't done it yet. Um, and that's more so because I need a bit of the admin help. Mm -hmm. Um, I like so my friend Kaz that's going to help. Um, she does admin for another business that's uh, a HVAC business, um, and. So she kind of already has a bit of knowledge. Anyway, I was like to her, look, I, your role would be like all different things and and I would love for you to do all the research about The Apprentice because I don't like I've not hired an apprentice before. So yeah. I'm like you read the book and send me the blurb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I don't want to have to do the yeah. whole book. <laughs> Sound lazy. But yeah, I'm just you want like, to do the right thing but. But, yeah, I, I yeah. want her to come back to me with the options. Like if you get a mature age apprentice, like this is what it would look like. If you get yeah. someone young, this is what it will look like. This is what I have to pay them. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping to do that um, in the next couple of months is get an apprentice. Mm -hmm. Everybody. <laughs> no, no yeah. don't message me, please. <laughs> I, I will do a post when I'm ready. You get heaps of messages about apprenticeships. Yeah. 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 Not heaps, but um at least like one a fortnight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you you event so you do want to quite soon put on an apprentice. Yeah, I want to put on an apprentice. Um, Are you leaning mature age or young, um, young kid or what's the? I probably would lean to mature age. Mm. Um, like I know it's not as cost effective, but I think. Um, but it may be more cost effective. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, and also. Um, I was a mature age apprentice and I would like to be able to help someone that's struggling to get an apprenticeship. Like mm -hmm. I, I feel like mature age apprentice is always complaining, like no one wants to hire me. <laughs> um, maybe that's because of something else <laughs> anyway. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then the other thing is I want to, I would like to have another carpenter mm -hmm. as well. I'm kind of like. Maybe I'll do that before I do the apprentice or maybe I'll do the apprentice first. I'm waiting for Kaz to give me the blurb on the back of the book mm. so that I can make that call because I'd like another younger, not younger, but like another person my kind of age um, just because 
diversifying mm. <laughs> my team. Mm. Um, and sometimes, like, I think older people have, like, great stuff to offer but so do younger people. And mm. sometimes you need that freshness of thinking. Like Greg's also worked for a passive builder. Um, but I think that not he doesn't not like passive mm. building, but I don't think he would see the same value in it. Actually, I haven't asked him this, so I shouldn't That's speak. A belief. I shouldn't speak out of turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm creating a, my belief of mm. what I think that he thinks. Mm. Um, but, you know, like they're like, oh, this is how we've always done it kind of thing. So this That's is, a great one, isn't it? This That's is how, how we do it. Mm. There's no point reinventing the wheel, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, so I just think it would be nice to have like another person. With I my, love that impression. <laughs> my kind of um, thinking, um, you know, mm. and then also that's like creating the net, like more future. Like eventually, yeah. you know, he, he needs to retire. Um, I, I think a lot of people, when they think about hiring, they think the apprentice is like the, it's like the conservative approach. It's like it's not as costly. It's mm. you can sort of dip your toes and ease into it. Um, whilst it's important to be be conservative, I think it's also important to generally play a little more aggressive than mm. than defensive, in my opinion, because. Yeah. Because the world's moving quick and I mm. think you need to, as in not you, as in people need yeah, to, yeah, yeah just, just give it a push, like play, play aggressive. But everyone's tolerance for risk is different. Everyone's life mm. is set up differently and whatnot. Um, would you go into business with someone? Um, actually, I was thinking about that as well. Mm. Um, that's something I love about your podcast because you have actually gotten me thinking about things that I wouldn't have thought about before. Um, I have thought about it, but I don't know who that person would be. Um, and that's where the Beth Builds thing becomes a yeah. little tricky because then yeah. you wouldn't want someone to almost own part of your name and likeness in some yeah in some yeah. way. Um, yeah, I've thought about like doing like a joint project mm -hmm. with other like you know another company mm -hmm. um, because. Remember how I was saying like I, I want to learn more about the passive stuff. Mm. I was like it would be great um, to jump in with another builder that specialises in that. Um, there's another mm. builder I follow. Um, I can't remember what her name is but her she, name's Nadia. Yeah. Do you follow Nadia? She, she, she doesn't have a lot of followers. She should. She, she mm. doesn't really post much mm. content but anyway, she builds passive houses mm. um, and she's like based in our city as well. I've thought a couple of times like it'd be sweet if I could just like go yeah, just, hang out just with work her together a on bit. a build or yeah, yeah. um because as I worked for a passive builder for about 12 months but like I was like just the carpenter there yeah. it was just after I finished my apprenticeship so I was like in the factory doing the prefab stuff and then I was like out on site when the crane brought all the panels in like the um it was for carbon light I don't know if mm. you've heard of them they're pretty cool German um they like they're from Germany mm. So you're so I mean I agree I, I think that if the collab if the collaboration if the collaborative sort of approach works mm. um, then yeah you don't really need to go into business with someone yeah yeah because that's a huge commitment isn't yeah. It? yeah yeah what is um what does what does dad think about 
obviously he's proud of you, but what like what does he think about everything you're doing? Like was he surprised by like how the the social media is he does he understand all the social media stuff? Is he like um that's really cool? Or like yeah, I didn't yeah. expect that. <laughs> well, my dad is um he grew up on a farm, so he's like a farm guy. Um, but he's very like So they only had Instagram but no TikTok. <laughs> yeah i'm finding it so hard with tiktok like i've got one but i mm. don't know how to use it i don't like mm. it it's i know different. i know that i need to i just again i don't have time mm. anyway um now nah, he's like when i first started the instagram account he was kind of like oh this was weird like he was like not like he was kind of like always on your phone like mm. annoying kind of situation just like, imagine a classic mm. you know boomer um he <laughs> <laughs> what? Dad's not going to be happy about being called a boomer. He is. He's nearly sixty-five. Okay. Um, you just are a boomer, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, he wasn't into it at the start, but then um, as like the page started to grow, and then um, like you know at the start it was like annoying for him, but I, he sees the value in it now. He gets looked after. So yeah, like. I mean, I get looked after by a lot of tool mm. companies. Can you so. talk about that? So, wh- what's, <laughs> what's the process like? What's the process like working with? So you, so you've, I've seen you do stuff with Total Tools and Makita and Bosch. Is that just under Total Tools, or is it with different brands? As so, well? um, I don't know. I, I, I probably can't say too much about it, but I definitely am. Like, I'm a paid ambassador mm. for Total Tools, so yeah. like, I'm on the payroll. Mm. Um, don't tell us numbers of course i just want to learn oh the no process. i wouldn't i, I just wouldn't want to learn the process yeah. but i just mean like so i i work for them mm. um and the only like they're they're so chill like mm. i just i mean i could probably go somewhere else mm. and you know get looked after but mm. i love them and they've been so good to me mm. like that's a that's a friendship mm. thing. Like I made friends with yeah. a guy that works there and that's how it happened. Um, so, yeah, I just am an ambassador for them and basically I can do anything with other tool companies um, and they are the ones like that helped me get the success. Mm. So when I started with them, I think I only had like 3,000 followers or something mm. and then they – flew a bunch of other ambassadors to Queensland. So Total Tools is a um, a franchise. Okay. And they um, have like a conference, like any tool shop I'm sure would do this, so like a buying conference. So Total Tools have a conference in Queensland, what this one was, mm. and um, all the big tool companies are there and then they're selling their product to Total Tools to then sell. Right. Yeah. So, like, um, same with any shop. Oh, it's like a, a buying trade trip. Shop. Yeah. Like a trade. Yeah. A yeah. buy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the people that go are um, the store managers and the franchise owners. So they'll check out the new kit and when what they think might sell well and what the price. Yeah, and is. then I think, um, like, obviously, I don't know about this. I don't know enough in depth mm. about it, but I think it's like you know, like, let's say Dewalt they might give a different store a different deal, or like if you uh. put if you do like fifty percent dewalt stuff then we'll give you more dewalt product or you know same as in any i come from retail background so obviously i know a bit about Uh, buying and stuff yeah um but yeah so 
they had like that trade show and it's a conference that goes for two or three days um, and then they will have the stalls there. So you'll have like head of marketing for each mm. company there. Um, and then Total Tools were trying to um, show all of the franchise owners and the managers like how important social media is. So they flew um, their ambassadors up and they had like a Q&A panel. It was so cute. So like we were on a um, – it was really funny. It was like cute, nice. We were on a stage, um, and it was like Scott, um, who used to own um, South Melbourne, um, and or be the manager there. Now he works as like marketing in their head office, but he was running the thing, and it was like basically store owners and managers would ask a question about like you know social media. Like mm. that was so cute. Like one guy was like. Um, what is a story? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, there was a thing called Snapchat once upon yeah, a time. <laughs> yeah, like, um, but I mean, like, think about it. This industry is okay. Very, I was yeah. about to say that, like, Sorry. you know, but yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. And also, the people that are in it um, is like a very male dominated industry. Mm. And it's like that they're, they're kind of like trying to invigorate them to show them mm. that you know you can put stuff on your phone mm. and like it's you know so um that was cool I got to be a part of that and mm. then because I was there um I obviously got to walk around mm. the trade show um with a Beth Builds t-shirt on with a Beth Builds business card mm. going up to every person like networking the shit out of myself and just being like hey like my name's Beth. And they're like, oh, what store are you from? I'm like, oh, no, I'm a carpenter and da, da, da. So, um, you know, Total Tools definitely helped me yeah. so much with that because they kind of opened the door for me and were like, come hang out in here. And then I got to meet, you know, head of marketing for this brand and, um, you know, kind of helped put my face out there, I guess. Right. So the – so so. Business side of these deals is so with Total Tools you're an ambassador, yeah. And then with the other tools you you might do with the other companies you might do brand deals or yeah, like it might be like one off things or ongoing things. Yeah, like a lot yeah. of um, the brand deals is always like contra. Mm. So um, basically, it's it's everything that I do on my page or everything mm. that you see mm. um, is none of it's fake. Like it's all. <laughs> Stop smiling it's, at me. I, no, I just started thinking, um, you know, flex tape, you know, that there's this tape company that's like you can seal it, you can seal anything with it. You can seal a hole <laughs> in the boat. It, I'm not saying stupid. you do that. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole thing. Like I'm like on my page, I'm not I'm not a tool expert. Mm. I'm not a tool reviewer. Don't ask don't ask Beth the model number of the drop yeah, saw. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't say to me what's the best fixing gun. Mm. I don't know. This is just the one I use. I use a puzzled mm. one because my dad used a puzzled mm. one. <laughs> Again, purchasing decisions. Yeah. Because because my dad used one, so I'm gonna That's why I yeah. bought Makita. Um and I kept using Makita because for me personally, mm. I like it because it's an affordable price, like 
Mm. Maybe I'd use Festool if I could. I don't know. I have never held a Festool drill, so I don't know how heavy it is. But I like Makita because it's well-balanced and I'm small and I've only got little chicken arms. And if I have to carry yeah. that shit around all day, I don't want it to be a big Milwaukee clunky thing that's like. With the 9, nine million volt battery. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess um, I have the thing with Total Tools and the only thing that I don't do because of that is I don't go to other tool retailers. Mm. So you'll never see me in Sydney Tools shopping around. You won't see a photo of me at Sydney Tools because it's obviously a direct competitor. <laughs> the paparazzi is going to be out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just mean, you know, um, it's You've very- You've never seen me even pass one of those. I reroute my maps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean like it's very authentic. It's, mm. yeah. Um, and I'll never, I would never like post about something that, yeah. I genuinely think is shit. Like if I think it's shit, I'll say it's shit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. There was a, there were questions. You remember <laughs> we posted and we asked people if there were questions. Oh, did anyone give you any questions? Yeah, there were questions. Oh, oh really? Okay. Now there was, I think a lot of them were, I think we've already covered. Um, how did you get, why carpentry? How did you get into carpentry? Mm. Um, there was an interesting one. Oh. Can you install a kitchen by yourself? Me personally? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know because I've never tried it. No. I think the safe answer is to say Beth would be able to work out how to install a kitchen by herself. So oh, is, are they saying that I'm not skilled enough? No. Oh. They're just asking. Oh. It's, <laughs> La La Laura asked, can you install a kitchen by yourself? I think Laura is uh, – Okay. No, Laura's spoken to me before about she's a kitchen designer from oh. uh, South America, I think, and she's doing oh, an apprenticeship okay. in Australia or something. Oh. I, I saw maybe she's trying to learn, understand the difference between carpentry and cabinet making. Yeah, maybe. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I renovated my own house, mm. my own kitchen, like put, sorry, mm. but my house is going to have to be like knocked down mm. basically. It's the stumps are gone. Mm. Um, and before I moved in, I had like, a week and a half from when I moved in to from when I got the keys and I ripped, like gutted the whole kitchen yeah. and I did an Ikea kitchen. Yeah. Um, and I could Ikea is great. Yeah, I yeah. measured. I only had one chance to measure yeah. it um, and then did it all online. Yeah. Um, and it's fantastic. It's Ikea got is great. a couple of little yeah. um, panels at the end. And, yeah, I basically did that by myself. Yeah. I think Greg, um, he was helping with, lifting the bench top on mm. and holding the overheads. Yeah, it's not rocket science. There you science. go. There you go, Laura. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> now, Natural Landscapes Australia asks, do you have plans for advocacy in getting more women into building, acknowledging the platform you hold? I'll, I'll just say, like, uh, I don't think, you know, with respect, Beth Builds doesn't have to acknowledge any platform that she holds and I don't think there's this idea of because you have a platform, you have some social responsibility, but I will let you answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't even know how to answer that. Um, like, Well, I mean, you are you are encouraging more women to get into construction. Oh, they're asking me that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think – oh, how should I answer this? Um, I think there are a lot of people on social media already that mm -hmm. are advocating for women yeah. in trade. Like I think – we can probably think of quite a few off the top of our heads yeah. um, that are very famous. Um, 
like I don't think that I need to do the exact same thing as everyone mm. else. I think yeah. I'm running my own race. Um, but I think I'm all, I'm always going to champion mm. women. Like I'll, I'll never not be championing women. Mm. Like me getting up in the morning and doing my job is me mm. championing and like yeah. advocating for women. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I live by this thing that's like someone asked me if you had any advice or something or like what's a thing that you mm. live by um, when I spoke at an event. Anyway, I would say um, if you can, if you can see it, you can be it. Yeah. So whoever that is, mm. National Landscaping, uh, that's- yeah, do they follow me? Can you see me? Well, there you go. You can be me if you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, you know, I'm not super strong. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You're just you. Like, you, you're just, it's just I'm Beth, still me. Beth's blog. Like, just because a woman who's a tradie is doing a blog doesn't mean she has to be a social justice warrior for trying to get rally more women into the trade. It's yeah. just you're just being just doing a blog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to not get women to do a trade. Like, I think, yeah, yeah it'd be cool. Yeah, I'd love to have another um, girl working with me. Mm. So what? So what advice then would you have for for girls wanting to say do carpentry or whatever? Like what? Mm. What are some of the things that you think would help them? Whether it's their mindset. I think mindset's pretty big, isn't it? <laughs> um, you have to go. No, no. I'm like you're getting into the big questions, mm. and I'm like, how much time do we have? <laughs> I'm not in a rush. Mm. Um, what advice would I give? Um, a few things. I would definitely say like number one advice is sounds so cliche, mm. but like just be your authentic self mm. because um, I think I spent quite a bit of time worrying about, mm. oh, like the perception of what kind of tradie I am or whatever. Um but it's okay to be having Hello Kitty nails and still be means you're a carpenter. Uh, being a carpenter or being a tradie, whatever trade you do, doesn't mean that you are tough or you might be tough, but it doesn't mean that you are macho, tough, mm. um, strong and um Surly, like yeah, masculine. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be masculine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you can still be you. Um, so that's definitely a number one thing. Yeah, carpenters work with timber. That's that's a carpenter. Like, yeah, it's not it's not, it's not uh, an image or, or no, or whatever, yeah. no. And also, like in when you get into like being a builder, it's like you're creating, and that's what I'm passionate about, you're mm. creating beautiful spaces. Mm. And, like, that's, like, I can't think of, that's not masculine, mm. <laughs> like creating stuff that looks cool. Mm. Um, and then the other bit of advice I would say is to always speak up and have someone that you trust that you can speak up to. Um, so whether that's message me. Mm. Like, honestly, like, if, if, if um you know, young girls probably not listening to this, but if if they were, oh, sorry, maybe they are. Is that mean to say that? Uh, no, I think the I think it's probably th- more industry people. I think the analytics would uh, agree with you. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. same with my page. The analytics on my page mm-hmm. are men, men, and more men. Um, but yeah, if you know, I had a tough time as an apprentice, mm-hmm. trade school, 
didn't enjoy yeah. myself. So I would always say like speak up and it's okay if like something's not going well. Mm. It doesn't mean that you're weak. Mm. Um, like being a female, you don't want to say something's upsetting me, this person's bullying me, mm. this person's harassing me. You might feel like, oh, I don't want to say that because people already don't want women in the industry yeah. and if I complain they'll go, oh, this is exactly why we mm. don't want women in our industry because they're sooks and they complain. It's an excellent impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm speaking yeah. from experience, yeah. unfortunately. Mm. So um, that's bullshit, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, if something's not right, Whoever you are, mm. man, female, non-binary, mm. no one cares. What whoever you are, if someone isn't treating you right, mm. um, say something. Yeah. And yeah, don't be afraid to say something. Probably sounds cliche, but I no. think it's important. Yeah. I, I would also say just play to your strengths. Like Yeah. Like it's it's not about again, it's not about trying to be an image that you can never achieve. Like as in like you if you're not, if you if you have an idea of what you need to be as a carpenter, like I have to be strong, I have to be macho, I have to be whatever, mm. then, and, but you're never gonna. But if you're never gonna be those things, if you know that that's just not authentic who you, to who you are, why are you gonna put energy towards exactly towards that? Yeah. So just be authentic to yourself and play to your own strengths. Mm. There are a thousand other people, like billions mm. of other people, that are doing that job mm. that are that so be a bit different yeah um and it works because i'm getting shitloads of inquiries mm. we're making money out here <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i guess that's true <laughs> yeah fantastic mm. i've really enjoyed myself Good. um was there anything else that you wanted to talk about um did you get any questions on your instagram I did, but like my phone's over there. So can I grab it for you? Yeah. <laughs> Mine are probably all tool related. Everyone thinks I'm a tool expert. I'm um, not. Disclaimer: they, I'm not a tool expert. I'll get Google up so I can Google the model numbers. <laughs> um, like my DMs are popping Whoa. off. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Pick some, please. I'll have a look in here. This is where the questions come to. Oh shit, that's my story. Oh yeah. This guy's lovely. He talks to me all the time. Um, maybe a discussion on how you both went out on your own and built your brand. We've kind of done that. Mm, yeah. yeah. And and I listen to your podcast, so mm. that's why I know Yeah, I've I I'm the I'm a notorious repeater of myself, not just on the podcast, just with everyone. So check out <laughs> Pretty much, I, I I studied construction management, and then I I uh, did building. I didn't like building. I wanted to joinery because my family's in joinery, and now I mm. do architectural joinery. Wait, you have a do you have a building? Do you have a license? Mm -mm. So how did you oh, own a builder? Because you did your parents' house. I did it in Mexico. Let's live there. What? <laughs> Actually, in Mexico? No. Oh. Okay. We yeah. have to get crafty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's okay. Mm. Yeah, I mean that, that's actually something really funny. People, I, do you know how many inquiries I get? It happens a lot from young people, mm. like that own apartments and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I want to knock this wall out in my apartment, mm. but I don't need um, any plans mm. or permits because um, it's not structural." Yeah, and I'm like, 
babe. <laughs> like that's not how it works. Yes. Yeah. No. I, essentially, I, I I did it under a different builder. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, I use Greg's license. That's essentially right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still. I was going to get my limited license, and then I was like, a carpentry limited license is sick. I know. You can so do that's heaps. so. I did the course. I did it with like um, Carpentry Australia during mm. like the first lockdown, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. I can I can do a, mm. a full weatherboard reno like on stumps. You can do like everything. Everything pretty, except yeah. bricks yeah. or um, slabs, mm. um, which is what my house is. So I was like, sweet, I could do my mm. own house. Um, but then. As I was going through it, I was kind of like, oh, and I started working on another job that's quite a big with a lot of concrete. Mm. So I was like, fuck that. Like I'll just keep using Greg's for now. Um, I'm going to go for the the whole hog. Like DBU, baby. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going. I'm unlimited on nothing. Um, so, yeah, I'll just wait for that. Um, okay, what's the most challenging job you've ever done? Have you found it challenging at times working in a male-dominated industry? Yes. We yes. talked about that, yeah. Yes. Um, they're kind of all male-dominated. Just while you're looking through and about the, the male-female thing, you know, you you weren't actually going to be the first female guest on the show. Oh, who was it? Do you remember Brianna, the people and culture specialist, the, the story that you shared when I said Oh, did you not have her? So she, her partner got COVID, so oh. we had to reschedule. And then she got COVID so we have to reschedule again. Oh, my God. So, but, but she'll be on next week. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is awesome. I'm very excited to talk to her. Um, there's not, there's nothing that we haven't mm. really, yeah, gone over. And then these, like, tool questions, which is yeah. not, that's not what we're here for. Yeah. Um, what's your, if you, okay, last thing, just a yeah. fun little thing. Yeah. Um, what do the different tool brands mean to you? Oh, like, how do you mean? Like, if you think... If you think Milwaukee, like when I think Milwaukee, I think plumbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so let's start with DeWalt. Um, I don't know what I think about DeWalt. I don't really think I anything. Think, I think huge batteries and their table saw. Oh, I have the table saw. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have that table saw? My, one of my guys does. Yeah, it's yeah. sick. Yeah, that's the only DeWalt thing I have. Oh, I've got the thickness saw. I've got the DeWalt thickness saw. I was looking at that. Mm. Mm. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I don't know the model number, so don't ask me. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows model numbers, all right? Okay. So um, Makita, what do you think? I think Carpenters. Mm-hmm. Makita, I think Carpenters. Cabinet yeah. makers are all Makita as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna go um festival. Festival. <laughs> Mate, you should be festival architectural joiner. <laughs> we we have spent a a large amount of money buying festival. Yeah. So let's talk about festival. What do you think when you think Mate, festival? I think where I want to be. <laughs> where you want to be. I love festival. Yeah. Um, I borrowed the domino mm-hmm. off a mate of mine. One of my mates is not actually a qualified tradie. His wife owns a Pilates. Um, studio brand man this guy has got pack out he's got all festool tools and installs them all in pack out and i'm like you're not even a trade. no but but people spend 20 grand on camera gear yeah that's true yeah cars oh my god i i don't like cars but so. i'm saying people spend money on cars yeah, yeah. like one of my ex-boyfriends um bought a mustang hmm. and I don't know about cars, mm. but like he was really into cars. And um, it was like a really, like, I think it was like an $80,000 mm. car. Mm. I'm like, dude, like, imagine what we could have, like, well, I'm not with him, but like, 
could go on a holiday for like could have bought Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know enough about that either. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, I think Festool. I just think like bougie. Bougie. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I mean, when I think Festool, I think Traxor and vacuums. Yeah, I've got the vacuum and I got the Traxor. That's what I think. Yeah. Funny thing about the track, I bought. You know how they have the new track that can stick to walls. Yeah, yeah, I've got that. I got that one. <laughs> I bought it because I was going to do a ceiling cutout for a Brio track. For, you, know, you know the Brio is like a like a sliding door. Oh track. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the the cutout was too close to cabinetry, so you know how the track saw overhangs like fifteen mil. Yeah, yeah. But the cabinetry was like only ten mil away, so oh. we ended up just cutting it with a multi tool. Oh, that's so disappointing! You <laughs> couldn't even use the special sticker. Spent four hundred bucks on the track. That track's cool. It um. is cool. The, the how you can slot onto the yeah, toolbox. I know, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I think is really cool about Festool. The is, little things. Yeah, yeah, all the small things. That domino is yeah. sick. Like that, uh, I'm saving up for that. Like that's yeah. yeah. One of my guys. Festool today, do not give stuff away. By the way, I've no, I've never been given anything. They're like the Apple. They uh, they are yeah. yeah they're like Apple. But do you know why we all want it? Hey, mm. my one of my favorite things I learned recently. But the vacuum. You know how the cable. At the back of the vacuum, where you wrap your yeah, it winds your, up and it's got a little knob. That you can yeah, turn the that? you turn the knob and you can pull it off without unwrapping. I didn't know that until recently. Oh, we can pull it off, can you? Well, once it's once you wrap it all on, yeah, the two little things that stop the cables from coming out, yeah, you can turn that down and you can pull the cable straight out without unwrapping it. Oh, I thought that that was like to hold it up. Yeah, I've been and then, using that all wrong, <laughs> so it doesn't unravel. Like that's what I thought it was for. Okay, I don't. I th we're probably talking about the exact same thing. Yeah, that vacuum is sick though. Is yours the big one or the midi? I've got the big one in the factory and a small one for on site. Yeah, um, I, I get the midi yeah. out and I use it in my house. Like but, it's better than I, the Dyson. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> the I, Dyson is shit in my opinion. It's a shit vacuum. It clogs up every five seconds. The, the Dyson, especially the handheld ones, are pretty weak. Yeah, that's what this, the one I have at home. And extremely expensive. Actually, the Makita. Well, I will talk mm. about tools here. Mm. The Makita um, cordless mm. vacuum, the stick vacuum. Okay. That thing is a demon. Get yourself one. A demon. Yeah, it's so good. It's like, Do like you know the better most, than the Dyson. The the. I know which one you're talking about, but mm. the most slept on vacuum cleaner. What do you mean slept on? Like, like as, in, as in, no slept on as in people to people are sleeping on it, like like they're not thinking about. Like it's underrated. The most oh, yeah. underrated okay, vacuum is, is the Gurney. What's the Gurney? The, it's Gurney, you know the Australian brand. No, I don't like know they, it. they make the pressure washers, but they make a vacuum. Oh. You can get it from Bunnings. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great vacuum. I've actually but, I've done a partnership with Bunnings before. Materials it's from only. Bunnings. Materials only, <laughs> okay. though, not tools. If you want banana timber, go to Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the that vacuum, yeah. But I learned that the motor and the MIDI and the CT26 were 36. It's the same motor. It's just different capacity. Oh, okay. So it's – but the um, MIDI is good because you get the good hose with the MIDI. Oh, I love it. You I love. I, I cannot – I mm. love that vacuum. Mm. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I'll tell everyone to buy it. Mm. That – um, do you use the disposable bags or do you use the reusable bag? Long, the long life bag. Um, it's a reusable bag. I mean, that's it. Just buy one. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The, yes, the long yeah, life empty bag. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We've why, also why, done, would you, why would you use the other ones? Well, you, Unless, can do a, you can do a little hack on it and 
Oh, on what? On the reusable bag. So you don't have to pay 300 bucks on the long life bag. Wait, so you're using a- No, I bought the long life bag, but oh. you can, with the reusable bag, do a little thing on it. And, oh, okay. But it's not kosher, so don't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Warranty void. <laughs> yeah. So we've, so we've done Makita, DeWalt, Milwaukee. Um, what's next? You go. Um, what other? Oh, Bosch. Yeah, we've Bosch. Got Bosch. Laser. Yeah, laser. I also think innovation. Innovation. Yeah. This is like I think this the, is not sponsored at all. Like Bosch, they're paying me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like in terms of like like I feel like Festool is in its own category. Yeah, like fuck that off out of mm. the the normal mm. tool category because they're doing their own thing. Yeah, but like you got the big four. Mm. Oh, like, would you include Hikoki in there? I don't know. Maybe I just it's I just five. think that I just think Brad Gunn when I think Hikoki. Yeah. Mm. But um, Bosch are like the ones that have invented so mm. many things that you see on all your other, like all the other, they sell the, the mm. patent. Is that how you say that word? Patent? I, I never I think Americans say, say patent and I've watched so much Shark Tank that I just say patent. <laughs> yeah, I never know how to say it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> say it quick. <laughs> um, yeah, they they were the ones that invented like the, S, the SDS bits, you know, like mm. a, a masonry drill. Mm -hmm. They invented that slot oh and you know how i learned this from going to the, the trash the, yeah the buying yeah. Shop. yeah so they invented that they invented the, oh, the x-lock grinder mm -hmm. um they invented starlock which is what you see on the multi-tools multi yeah um which have you seen the new makita multi-tool with the clamp on you don't have to do undo the undo it with um the allen key or the wrench yeah the starlock one. Oh, that's starlock i have it i was okay. using it today okay yeah i don't Probably know what it's called I, oh, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know that's, what it's called. That's Starlock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that thing is so cool. Mm. Like I love that. Oh, Bosch invented that. Yeah, yeah. So Bosch, Bosch invented all of those and then they sell mm. that to the other brands. So that's why it always comes out first on a Bosch item and then like like with the XL oh, grinder. and then they'll license it out to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll like obviously smug, like mm. keep it for themselves for like – to release it first. Everyone's yeah, and like, then no one buys it and then everyone waits for the Makita to come out with it. Yeah. <laughs> but when I think Bosch, I think about the little, the drills with the little batteries that the um, Sparkies use. Oh, yeah. You know, those yeah. ones. Because they yeah. don't need the, the, yeah. the, the torque. Do you know what pisses me off about a Sparky is they have the least amount of tools, right? Like, mm. like they can carry the least amount of tools. For the most alley, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least plumbers have to spend 15 grand on their PEX kit. And they've got like all of the, you know, like the cameras and mm. stuff. But, you know, like traditionally, I guess people say carpenters get paid the least out of those mm. three trades. Yeah. Like I'm not talking about being a carpenter builder. Mm. Um, and like we have the most tools. The cabinet makers would disagree. What? What do you think? Who has the most tools? Oh, you mean you? I'm saying I'm saying the cabinet makers would disagree. And that's saying that you have more tools than carpenters. I'm not saying. Well, I'm. First oh yeah, of all, no, you have more. Like you've got like a machine. Not the factory. Machine. No, no. I'm saying even installers. Oh, what? Okay, maybe architectural stuff like okay. a, a standard. Let, let's talk about a bulk standard. What, what do you got for an install? Mm. Okay, so I guess. <laughs> I'm just talking mm. like for, for a carpenter, right? Yeah. You need like rotary well, laser. Like we mm. go ground up. Actually, we don't need a dumpy. No. That's what I mean. That. Like yeah. you got like when. Okay, when a carpenter, my tools like a proper stolen, builder. Yeah. Yeah. Like when my tools got stolen, mm. 
I was like, holy shit, like I had so much stuff, hey. Like it's expensive to be a tradie. And then when people are like, oh, why are you so expensive? Mm. This is why, man. Mm. And carpenters haven't gotten a good bump in their rate since since like before, like until COVID, carpenters hadn't gotten a nice bump in their rates. Oh, is that like what the minimum wage or? No, I'm saying like just just what the market's paying. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think everyone's like getting paid well it's hard like actually a friend of mine um she's now my friend she Mm. contacted me through instagram Mm. like we became mates um she's a carpenter as well um and she's working um i don't even know what the company is but it doesn't matter but she's on not on wages she's on like a subcontractor Mm. um and i was like wow like you should be getting paid more Mm. um but i think I'm not going to say how much it mm, is, mm. but then again, maybe I'm like fuel adding mm. fuel to the that problem because I'm like, oh, we should be kind of sharing. Like, I'll, I'll I don't probably shouldn't say it on mm. the podcast, mm. but like I'll mm. talk to you after and mm. I'll say, you know, this is how much I'm charging and mm. this is how much this guy that I know is charging and da da da. Mm. da and I think we should all be charging that, like, mm. you know, yeah. Um, but I think because people don't talk about it, then. That's one thing is cabinet makers have a Facebook group called Cabinet Makers Australia, okay. and it's the best Facebook group I've ever been in. There's like zero drama, very very little drama, very yeah. little infighting for a Facebook group. Usually yeah. it's a fucking cesspool. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like, go on any of those. And like, but like, the, and and in that one, like everyone talks, like everyone's trying to help each other, and, and that's yeah, and, and all that's that. good. Yeah, but yeah, we don't talk about it enough. Mm, I think that's, people. That's definitely something I've been trying to do with Instagram. But the, but the new kids, like us new kids on the block, that's like, what I like mean. we're talking about it yeah. more. The old school guys are like, no, wait, I'm not going to share my trade secrets with yeah. you. That's my seven secret herbs and spices. I'm exactly. not. Exactly. <laughs> the kernel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely something cool mm. about Instagram yeah. is community. Like, And you don't feel so lonely. 100%. Yeah. 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 Like there's a couple of um, people I've made friends with in my area. Um, and other like carpenters and then one of them, her boss, I've made friends with him and he's like kind of in a similar space to me with his business in terms of how long he's been going for. And, you know, like we're like, we haven't had a chance to do it yet. I've met him in the park. Like a bunch Mm. of us have caught up for drinks, but we're going to go to the pub and we're going to have a sit down and Mm. I'm going to you know yeah have a discussion with him and go oh this is what i'm charging mm. and also mate charge for a quote because mm. this guy's not charging for quotes mm. i'm like what are you doing mm. like by you not charging mm. then people get pissed off when i charge him mm. like yeah like we should all be having those conversations so that then you know it's the norm <laughs> yeah sure should we finish off our little tool thing? So oh yeah sorry again that's fine the tangent but this is that's but this is why <laughs> This form podcasting is you can do all that. That's yeah. Fine. So, Hiko- you mentioned Hikoki. What do you think? I don't really think anything about them. Okay. What about Hitachi? Again, I don't really think anything about them. Yeah. Ryobi. <laughs> I think I think DIY. Okay. Yeah. My, one of my Samurai. guys. <laughs> one of my guys told me that like Ryobi in Australia is totally different to Ryobi in Japan. Like apparently a Ryobi in Japan is like yeah like the shit like it's like really? dif- it's like the, it, but it's a different it's probably made in the same factory as um but they've got a, they've got a different it's like a, it's a they're different products oh so we're not yeah. getting the same products. we're not getting the same stuff oh why are we getting the shit version because mm-hmm. Biting is licensed I, I don't know yeah 
um more tool companies or is that what you're thinking is of? that it aeg i think AEG. that's a, a i think they might only be at bunnings i'm not sure i've I, never used I've, I've only seen them at, at bunnings oh do you know what's a, a good bunnings one um mm. azito mm. do you know what i think of when i think of azito what do you think of the jackhammer the jackhammer the azito is, is that like the the is that, like a, point. is that like a good value for money? Jack oh, money? yeah. I can't remember. I wish I could remember the cost mm. of it, but it's like dirt cheap. And um, this is a, a like terrible hack right, right here. But Bunnings, um, Bunnings Azito. Is the, are you going to talk about the return policy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you know what makes it even better? Yeah. Have a look at me, yeah? yeah? So if I come in mm. with this jackhammer, which yeah. is supposed to be DIY use, it's mm. not – you're not supposed to use it commercially, right? Mm. And I'm using it to like tear down bricks at a hospital mm. in like Coburg, like mm. full on, like going hard all day mm. and the thing like shoots itself, yeah. take it back. I returned this jackhammer <laughs> three times and then the third time I went there and they were like, they were literally like to me, we know who you are. Like, like, like we, we, we know you, like not who you are, but like, we know that this is a third one. Like, do not come back here again. Like you're clearly using this for commercial. I'm like, no, I'm just using it around the house. <laughs> Bunnings are the worst. People abuse the fuck out of them. Oh, but they shouldn't. I, but, but, and this is why they shouldn't. And I, I because, you mean the staff? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying people abuse the return policy. Oh, Maybe. Oh, like me. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm saying, I think for Ozito, it's fine. But I think, like, if you buy something from like a smaller supplier, I'm pretty sure Bunnings just puts it puts that totally back on them. Like, I don't think Bunnings actually pays for it. They, they'll just say to the supplier, oh, really? "Well, I, if I were Bunnings, if if I were Bunnings and I had all the leverage, I wouldn't be paying for it. I would just say, all right, you guys pay for it. Mm. it it's a return. Your product's shit. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, now I feel bad. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> Sorry, Zito. <laughs> Go buy some Zito. The jackhammer. The jackhammer is awesome. Mm. I know a few builders that have it. Mm. <laughs> um, and then steel is demolition saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I think of, um, yeah, like a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Should we end the show now? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Unless there's anything else we want to talk about. I'm pretty go try Norman Kebab Station. <laughs> I'm a. I will say there is a lot of nostalgia in there for me though, because I've been going since I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's a nostalgic thing for me that I would eat. Milo, Tim Tams. Nah. nah. Probably like two minute noodles. <laughs> I fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love two minute noodles. <laughs> I love two minute noodles. <laughs> I love two minute noodles. Uh, All right. Bye bye. Thanks.